Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge, experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. And not to mention, Andrew Quadrio will inspire you as well. We're back with the uh, another episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. So I really need to change the intro to uh, with Andrew Quadrio as well because we seem to be doing these quite often. So, Andrew, how are you going? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, good. So we're just having an interesting conversation on a couple of things prior to this conversation. I've had a few conversations with a lady this week with regards to budget and budget blowouts and uh what they end up spending and what their original budget was, and you were just talking to me about a few things too. Um, so, break into it and tell me what you were. Just will tell everyone else I what wanna, you were talking I about. Hear about. I think people want to hear about the budget blowouts first. So, what was this lady's original budget, and what did it end up coming in at? Well, this. So basically, the way I set up a few things is we have a we have a questionnaire that a lot of people fill out um, prior to we go and see them. So it's basically our inquiry form. So when someone touches base with me, they fill out the inquiry form so I can get some information and work out the best way to help them. Now, this lady's bathroom that she was wanting done was a budget of twenty to thirty thousand dollars, which is which is quite reasonable for a for a bathroom. And I thought, oh, she's that seems pretty reasonable. Anyway. Did a consultation, went out and seen her, worked out what she wanted done and, and the original budget that she had wanted. I'm thinking it's going to be nowhere near on what she's after because she wanted to split one room and basically create two bathrooms out of it. Anyway, I started putting the quote together, got a few things sorted and, and things started getting up around, you know, twice her budget. And I'd sort of rung her and said, hey, look, we're starting to get up around the double double what you're originally thinking. And she said, oh, I knew it was going to be expensive. And, yeah, all right, well, I said, look, do you want me to keep going or do we just cut back and, and work out what's most important? She said, look, just keep going and we'll, we'll work out a few things. So, anyway, finished the quote and it basically had come to almost three times of what she'd originally allowed. So it was around the $65,000 mark. And I was a little bit shocked on the price and, you know, she'd picked all the selections and everything that she'd picked. And uh, I ran to the quote with her, and at the end of it, she just basically, I said, "Look, what do you think? What like what do you want to do? Is this somewhere was what you're wanting to spend, or is it not? Or what 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 do you think?" And she goes, "Well, I'm thinking I'm going to get it done." And I was like, "Wow, like your budget was twenty to thirty thousand, and now all of a sudden it's sixty five thousand. Like, yeah, what happened between the?" the actual budget and I don't know this happens all the time I feel like a lot of the people the budget they tell you and what they actually want to spend are two different things and I don't know I try to some people feel a bit rude or offended about it but the main reason I want to know is because well there's no point me wasting your time and putting all this stuff together and you going picking all your items when they're not even relevant to how much you want to spend you know yeah like that's the main reason I want to know is because I can steer you in the direction of saying well you know, with starting to get up, well, that, that, that part's out of the question. That, that's not even, we can't even think about that because it's just out of your budget. Yeah. Or if your budget is realistic, we can say, hey, well, that's somewhere in your budget. Well, go for picking that. That's fine. Yeah. And it's so important for, um, uh, it's so important for the for builder and client to be on the same page too. And that include that, you know, is very important with, with budget. Um, and, 
if you know you don't tell your builder how much you actually have to spend and there's usually like we did, we've spoken about before there's usually two budgets there's what you're comfortable spending especially with a big job bathrooms not so much but with a bit with a big renovation that's you know a couple of hundred three four hundred thousand dollars there's usually two budgets so a budget you're comfortable spending and then a budget that you can push yourself to not to not to the point where you're going to um straight over over stretch yourself so you can't actually afford to live in the house after you've after the job's finished but um a point where you go yeah okay we can we can you know uh, we can cut down on some expenses and that sort of stuff to afford that if we get everything we if we get if we're going to get a certain few things that might not be included in our original budget so that's the point in that's why that's why i talk to people about two budgets and how it's how it's really important because if you, if if we can get all your needs for your for your happy comfortable budget and um we can get some of you within your budget and then for a little bit more that's probably you know 20 or 30k more we can get a couple of the wants that you sort of that are pretty important to you you people want to hear about it you know what i mean like okay we can sort we might be able to make move things around and and um not buy not not buy that new car or not not go out every every second night or something like that. we go out once a week instead of instead of every second night or something like that um to afford that because that's what we really want in our home sort of thing so yeah and i feel like a lot of conversations that i bring back always come back to budget like regardless like no matter what happens the budget is is one of the most key factors that play a big part like i'll probably talk about this a lot but i think that you know it's it's that determining factor on what you're going to get and what the outcome you're going to receive is because if you're clear on that it really helps on working out what or how you're what you're going to be able to include and what you can or can't get and and having them two particular things are really going to be you know make things more available or make things you know after what you want rather than you know getting that disappointment factor and i, I think like on part of my behalf i think it would it's it's a lot better you know mick talks about this all the time but one of our um don't blank on what to give him the explanation for but um but basically, hey, <laughs> God, we listen to talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. So ba- basically, being the person who you know, because you don't want to have all this dream built up and then basically ripped away from you. You, it's better off to set up a realistic budget and then say, hey, we'll work towards that. And then once we've hit that mark with that budget, then basically say, hey, look, we're at your budget, and we know you've got a bit of wiggle room to move. Do you want to add these things that you really would like in it rather than? saying, hey, here's the dream and then let's cut that out and go back to, to what's going to be more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to... We don't, we, don't, we don't want to be the people that start taking your dreams away or, or, or these lofty ideas that, you know, architects and drafts people sometimes put in people's heads of, um, you know, what, the, what they can design the house to look like, um, which is all well and good, but, you know, an architect or a draftsman doesn't, price jobs like we do every every day and does not on not on site and looking at how much things cost and that sort of stuff and it um it happens all the time where um you know two and three times people uh you know go and get plans drawn and then two or three times as much it costs two or three times as much as um what their budget is and then they sort of get deflated or it looks like you've slapped them in the face sort of thing um, when <laughs> yeah. you say oh well, this is you know <laughs> budget is 500,000 I think it should be like 1.5 million and they, they go <gasps> but but how often does that happen uh, every time 
<laughs> every single time. I, I want to say time. 10 out of 10, but it's yeah. 9 out of 10 because it's happened once. It has happened. Where they've yeah, come yeah, to yeah. me with a budget and they've gone, this is what we want to spend, and it's almost come on par. Almost. Almost, almost keyword. That's, that's 10 out of 10. Very close. So, <laughs> Not half out of 10. It wasn't double. <laughs> yeah. I've come across that a few times. Double yeah. or triple. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, and, it's and it's like, well, I think there's something ridiculous. Of like 80% of planes never get built. Yeah. Yeah. So why not, why not design it to the budget? Yeah. Why, why would you go and design it without a budget in mind and without talking to someone that can keep it to a budget? And not having that person like like your builder involved with the design, you know, we don't have to physically do the design, but we can be involved with the architect or with the draft person to do the design, so we can try and curb cost and say, well, look, we can see this and say, yeah, it gets, if we do this, this, and this, or these on these first couple of things on your needs list, let's let's design it for that first and see what we get. Then, if we can add another thing and add another one and add another one to get to get to your budget, then we're not taking away. We're not stealing from you. We're not stealing from your dream. We're adding to the dream. Yeah, and I, I think that's really important to make sure that the builders involved from the start because, you know, the people. I think people think they're doing the right thing by going to the designer and getting things, you know, done because that's part of the process. We need plans. So we'll go to the designer, get that done. Then we'll go see the builder because he needs to be part of that afterwards. But I think the builder should be involved as a professional and as the other people, as the other professionals, like the designer, the engineer, and all the soil testing and everything else, the energy efficiency, part of the council application, all that stuff. I think they should be involved in that because at the end of the day, that builder is building your project and they're going to be the one pricing it. And that's going to ultimately determine on what is going to be your outcome, really, rather than, you yeah. know. Yeah, they, they're going to be around the longest. And they'll, they'll, I was talking to a client today about it. There'll be a point where your architect is not invo as involved with the project. Um, uh, this conversation arose because she's having an, uh, um, she's in, she's involved with it already, but she's having a meeting with the with the architect who's a specialist architect for the, the type of house we're building um, in a couple of weeks' time. And it got mentioned to me yesterday and I was like, no, I need to be at that meeting. Like it might sound rude, but I need to be at that meeting because there's going to become a time when the architect's not involved as involved with the project anymore, just because that's the nature of the evolution of the project. And that, so he's not going to be the sort of leading uh, how person to your, you know, why or your vision of the, of the home. He's not going to be the how it comes together person forever. Yeah. Because, because quite often they're, the person for the first six to 12 months. Yeah. yeah that's and right. then and you're then, the next person for the six right. to 12 the, months. The, the, the baton gets passed to us, the builder, and then we have to complete it. And then they come in at the end and take the glory. Oh, look at my design. <laughs> 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 but, they, but ultimately, they, ultimately when that's all done and finished, who do they talk about the most? That's right. Yeah. They talk about the person they spent the most time with, which yeah. is the builder. Yeah. So if the builder, and I was the sort of saying to this, this client today, it's like, if, if I'm not in this, like I might, I might get the list of things that you go through for the brief, great, which is awesome. But I won't hear for me, and me personally, I've found that I've got to hear what people are saying, what not just read what people say, but I want to hear it and feel their emotion, so I can get, so I can learn what's really important to. Her. Like yesterday we were having a chat, and she talked about, oh, oh, I um, 
uh, I can I can see myself walking through the house and walking out here and putting this in this basket and that sort of stuff. I'm like, that's the sort of stuff that needs to be out of your head onto a bit of paper so that one, the architect can do it, and two, I can build it the way you the way you envision it. So because if it stays in your head, it, it it'll eventually it might come out, but it might take forever to come out, and it'll yeah. be all sorts of pain and heartache for it to be, for it to happen because you can't get it. It needs to be out soon enough. Brought out, and if you can't, if you personally, as the client, can't get that out, that's fine, no problem at all. But you need to find someone that's going to help you bring that sort of detail out and be able to um, uh, uh, cast it to the team that's underneath you. So your architect, your designer, your engineer, your, your builder, you need to be able to show them your vision, or that, and need to help you like visualize and and. Um, conceptualize the vision into something that everybody can see and you go, yes, that's it. And then, and then everybody can go, okay, cool. That's what we're working towards. And then, and then we can go from there sort of thing. Because yeah. if it stays in your head as the client, then it's, it's, it's always going to be in your head. It's never going to be right out of your head. And then you'll be disappointed so really, at the end really, with really what you're yeah. after. That's right. Yeah. And so I, I personally myself love when you go to someone's place and like, yeah, we want to do this and this and this and that's gone and that we know what we want here and that. And it's just like, good, you know what you want. Yeah. Because that helps me out massively where compared to like, well, we don't really know what we want to do here and oh, we like the barbecue area, but the patio just doesn't work. We're not sure what we want to do. And, and it gets to a point where it's like, we can help you, but at the end of the day, you need to find why you're doing it and what's going on and what needs to be done to be able to to get the outcome you desired. Like we're not the, we're not going to be the ones living there. Yeah, that's you're, right. you're the one that's going to be living with the end result. So yeah. I, I like when I go to a site and someone's pretty much just like telling, almost telling me what to do because it's like not telling me what to do, but telling me how they want it because it's like, well, that's good because I can tell you've made up your mind already. Yeah, and I, I went to a lady this afternoon, and she's like, "I got this, this, and this. I want this. I want that. I want that." And I'm like, "That's good, sweet. You know exactly what you want. Yeah. You don't need my suggestions." So you know, I'll throw my two cents in where it's needed, but yeah, it's course. you know, it's 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 their it's their option to take it or not. But if they know what they want, well, you know, it's brilliant because they've yeah, done enough right. thinking about it rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this client, she's she knows exactly what she wants and knows exactly how she's been. She's been dreaming of this house. She's been telling me yesterday, I've dreaming of this house for years. I thought I'd be already in it and um, all this sort of stuff. And like, and we're still in design phase. We still haven't submitted DA to council or anything like that. There's not even a design brief been <laughs> done yet. That's 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 a week and a half's time. So that's how far off it's still. Like it's still, it's a huge project too. So it's probably still a good probably end of next year before it's finished i reckon yeah just just designing i think yeah that's yeah all the and construction too but yeah it's gonna take a long time to get it from where it is now to finished that's for sure so yeah yeah, it's just really really important to get clear on what you're gonna need to go through a system to make to make sure that you do get clear on what you're after and i think people underestimate the the planning stage like people yeah. think, yeah, get plans, dun, 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 let's go build. Yes, it so simply important. just doesn't work like that. Yeah. So important to get what to to know what you want, um, how much it'll cost, and what the steps are to get there is is so so important. And that's why you need um, someone with a framework of some description to be able to take you through that 
and it knows the ins and outs of it, knows its council approval, knows the design, how it, how it should be designed, all the consultants that need to be spoken to and all that sort of stuff and, and, and where to do all the research and get all the information from so that the planning stage can be done properly so that, and it can be priced properly too, because it's, it's, it's planned properly. It can then be priced properly. And then it gives you, it gives you a better project during construction and they will give you a better, better outcome in the end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we've said before, if it doesn't start right, it'll never be right. It's an old carpentry thing. You know, an old carpenter told me that when I was an apprentice. If you don't, it doesn't matter what you are. If you don't start right, you're never going to be right. If you don't get the footings in the right spot, the house is never going to be in the right spot. Simple yeah, and same, same thing goes with with the planning, especially well, in a generation or, or an addition. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I I see quite I, well. I hear quite often there's you know people will be looking at doing something and they do go see the builder first and the builder go, oh, can you just go see this designer? Ring me, ring you, ring me when that design's done and I'll give you a price uh, to do it. My, my simple advice that, find another builder. Yeah. Find a builder that will work with you. If the builder doesn't want to work with you, it means it's not, they're not going to work with, want to work with you for the entirety of the project. They're going to be, there's going to become a point where you're not going to get on. Yes, and, and from, I guess from what people like people who don't know, what advantages does that give them if they do work with the builder from the start? It it allows continuity of ideas and continuity of, of um, communication throughout the whole project. So you start in with, with one person. You might, might take a couple of goes, a couple of builders to find the right person because especially if you're doing a, a renovation or addition and you're still living in the house, you're going to see that person a lot. Like every single day you're going to see that person and you need to be able to work with that person. You need to be able to get along with that person and you need to have, be able to build a relationship with that person. That's a working relationship and amicable. And you're happy, just happy to see that person every day. Cause you don't want, you don't want the person turning up to your house and you go, Oh God, he's here again. Oh, no. Hide or go and hide in the bedroom or don't talk to him or, you know, that's you don't want that. Like that, that, how bad would that feel if that was, that was the person turning up to your house every single day. Like, and that that rubs off to the builder as well, and he goes, "I don't want to be here today." Bloody shit! The woman doesn't talk to me, or anything like that sort of thing. So, like, you need to find a builder that you get along with quite well, and can and can um, uh, align themselves with your vision for what your house wants to be, or what you want in your house, what you want in your home, um, so that they you feel that they understand what you're after. And then that's the first step in fi- in finding a good build in finding a good builder that's going to work for you. And it, might, it won't be every builder because everybody's different and not everybody gets along. But um, you know, you need to find that right person to begin with, and it's just gonna it's gonna give you a whole raft of of um, of uh, advantages right through the whole process because they're going to remember what you said you know, in the beginning and they're going to remember what you wanted when you walked into the kids' room or when you what you wanted when you walked into the bathroom and or walked outside with your, with your friends, you know, on that table and the kids playing here in the pool and then you cooking a barbecue here with the, with the pizza oven and, and that sort of stuff. Like, they're going to remember that because you told them that real early on and they, yeah. they understood how important that was to you and how you, how, that, how you wanted to create this sort of feeling. Yeah, and I guess people like, remember... Yeah, how you've made them feel rather than what you said too. I had done an interview with a client um, after I'd done a job for him and I was interested to see what was one of his most important um, things when he was looking for a builder or someone else. And, and one of the things he said to me was, was quality. 
and in the underlying message of quality, like everyone wants quality. You know, you talk to people, say, who's the best builder in town? Who's this? And I think in the underlying message of that and what they're actually trying to find is who can I trust? Because the quality is one thing, but the quality comes with the trust. Like, like if they trust you, then they trust the quality. So when people say quality, I find it's not, you're not worried about the quality. You're worried if you can trust me to provide on what your expectations are. Because yeah, quality right. will just be as a standard. Like it should be a stand. It should just be regardless. Yeah, not right. not, not because of you know yeah. the the who's the best builder in town or who can yeah. do this the best. It's who the, the question. The question after that should be quality of what? Yeah, quality of workmanship, quality of communication, quality of you know understanding, quality of you know saying hello in the morning. Like what? What quality of what? Yeah. And, and like define the quality because quality can be quality anything. Quality, quality is different to multiple people, people. Quality, quality, you know, fixtures. Uh, you know, I want quality. What do you want? Quality fixtures, or you want quality like concrete? Like, yeah. Well, which <laughs> you know, one is it? Def- define what what quality what like what sort of qualities you want in the in your builder, and yeah. what you find. You know, what do you find more attractive? Really, like. Yeah, I think it's a very good topic. Hmm. So we are going to wrap this up for another week, folks. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. So um, any questions, post from the comments section. You know where to find us. We're on the socials. Andrew Quadrio from Quadrio Building Service. I'm Joel from Refined Space Constructions. And we will all see you next week another episode. Hey, guys. Have a good day. That's it for this week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.